Hello and welcome everybody to the Two Cents Podcast. This is episode eight. I'm your host, Seva Karatunian. And I'm Lou Pendergrass. Welcome back. Lou. So yesterday, it was yesterday, right? A big thing happened. A very big thing, yes. We have a new president and it's not a guy who puts on fake tanner. Nope. Um, yeah, Joseph... R. Biden Jr. yesterday was declared the winner of the presidential election. Did you think this outcome, this was going to be the outcome? I mean, I've been looking at polling for a while and I expected that. I thought there was going to be more of a landslide and uh, I will say that I expected florida to flip i didn't expect georgia to flip which so far it has um and it probably will stay blue and i definitely did not see arizona flipping either yeah neither did i but you know you know what else is super curious texas was a lot more was a lot closer than i thought it was going to be because last in in 2016 wasn't it like 87 percent trump Oh, I don't think it was that much, but it it definitely Hillary was behind Trump in like several hundred thousand. Yeah, which, or maybe close to a million. Yeah, I think it, close to a million. I think yeah, so. Yeah, it was a pretty big divide between them, and, and I think the reason why Texas is only I think it's sitting right now at like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand votes separating uh, Biden and Trump. I think the reason why Texas. Uh, got that close is because of the work of Beto O'Rourke because he nearly flipped Texas blue when he ran against Ted Cruz in 2018 and since then he registered like 800,000 to a million voters Democratic voters in Texas so that's pretty cool and I think in the next coming years we could potentially see a blue Texas during a presidential election. Yeah I was thinking so too which is like I, if I anytime I think Texas I think pure Republican I, I never think yeah, Democrat country mm-hmm. yeah yeah but they're having increased diversity their cities are getting bigger and bigger and with that more people are gonna vote Democrat because that's usually how that trends and um, it's pretty cool that Texas is like purple purple now like if Texas is a swing state which is kind of wild exactly it's 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 just it's funny to me like whenever i think texas i think like you know cowboys uh country folk deep south yeah yeah yeah. and then and here they they almost went to biden yeah here they are almost blue maybe california can become the new texas no there's no let's swap roles for halloween let's become texas that's a (laughs) That's a Trump supporter wet dream that is never We're gonna, gonna come happen, <laughs> dude. My favorite yeah, part: California has been solidly blue since 1992, and our population just keeps growing. My favorite so, part: no way. My favorite part about this entire election is that, or this re- the result of the election, isn't like the politic wise but if you look at like any social media platform it's an all-out war it's like the left is going oh you guys are need to cope the right's going oh just you wait like liberals there's gonna be a recount and it's it's hilarious it's hilarious it's so funny to me 
Yeah, I mean, I just like to say right now to anybody listening who is holding out on the hope that a recount will end up with a Trump win, I'm sorry, you're delusional. I'm just going to say that. I could see you arguing that point if Biden's electoral votes had stayed at 270, but he's at 290 now and he has won Wisconsin by such a margin that there can't be a recount. And Michigan, it still has several 10,000 votes to count. And then there's um, all these conspiracies of fraud. There. It's so weird. It's like yeah, that's all. Oh, that's completely unfounded. It's like oh well, those ballots weren't watermarked. It's like no ballots are watermarked. What? what are you talking about? Every every state has its own ballot. Yeah, and every st- I mean, I work the polls on election day and the weekend before for early voting, um, and the California ballots there wasn't like a pale writing that said Joseph R. Biden on it or that made you vote for Biden. We didn't distribute Sharpies. Um, There wasn't anything like that. And also that whole, I, I saw some Trump supporters floating a conspiracy around that in Arizona, if you were a Trump supporter, they handed you a Sharpie so that when they were counting your ballot, they could see the darker ballot and throw your ballot away. But first of all, Sharpies are allowed to be used in basically every state, including Arizona, on ballots. And second of all, unless you're wearing a MAGA hat, how can they tell from your appearance that you're a Trump supporter? Yeah, which you're also not allowed to do that, by the way. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're not allowed to wear... You're not allowed to wear apparel that tells you, that says which party you're going to be voting for. They ask you to take that off, or if you're wearing a shirt, they ask you to flip it inside out. Yeah, that's called electioneering, and in California, you're not allowed to do it within like 100 feet of the polling station. So sometimes what candidates will do, like local candidates, is they'll set up like right outside. But if you're a voter and you're trying to show support for your candidate, save it for before election day because you will be turned away if you refuse to take it off i I, I found it funny what if it's like they're wearing a shirt and then they're asked to flip it over and if once it's flipped over it also says maga (laughs) those double-sided shirts yeah and there's currently in arizona and in some places in nevada at the ballot counting stations there are uh trump supporters and conservatives outside of those like toting guns and they have a confusing message because in Arizona it was like keep counting at first and then in Pennsylvania it was stop the count and Georgia also stop the count yeah it's they don't know what they want and it's like they oh, we're becoming a communist country it's like no the way America's infrastructure is built is there's no way we're ever doesn't matter who's president or what they want to do nothing's ever going to drastically change to the point where we change how America works you know I, like it's such conspiracy unless there's a revolution a yeah but even then that's there's not no gonna happen i was having an argument with someone about gun laws and they were talking about oh well a militia what if a militia happens and we need we need our guns and it's like look first of all if the u.s if the president somehow convinces the entire military to join him and start murdering citizens doesn't matter how many guns we have we're not winning that fight no, against the richest military in the entire world, there's no way. Truly, there's no way. They have nukes. 
It's it, 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 okay, but okay. Even ignoring nukes, because obviously if we, they use a nuke, you know, the world's gonna get nuked. There's no point for that. Yeah. But I mean, they they have tanks. They have like it's the the U.S. military is the biggest and richest military in the entire world. And I mean, I get wanting to have a gun to protect yourself and wanting that out of safety. And I think that's totally reasonable. I do think we need some gun laws, like you should not be able to own a gun if you're um, like convicted of sexual assault or rape or something like that. But, I think and you need I, a, I mean, I believe you, should you also get need a, to prove competence. To yeah, I believe you should get a competency yeah. test and a mental wellness test. Yeah, yeah, you should. And look at your record. Like, I don't think we should outright ban guns because, I mean, yeah, people use it for self-defense, people use it for hunting and stuff like that. Um, and it's also something, like, enshrined in our Constitution. But I also think our Constitution makes room for gun control. Well-regulated militia is typically the phrasing in uh, the Second Amendment that backs up gun control. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. I think we need, like, good background checks. You need to have some form of certification and um some sort of mental health fitness yeah I, I was yeah i was arguing that one you need a mental health check two you need a permit and training with like a, something that says that you have training with this weapon and um uh what's it called that we shouldn't be selling automatic weapons which we already don't that they're illegal um and the the person i was arguing with was was telling me like oh well yeah we need this whole militia thing and it's like no no the government has an apc they have you know like gunner choppers yeah. what are you gonna do you're gonna point at the sky and shoot at it you're dead you're dead it doesn't matter and this is this is like in a world where the entire military agrees with the president has agreed to follow his orders it's such a, a it's such like a, a, a weird thought. It's never gonna happen. Nothing like that will ever happen. It's not probable. It's not possible. Absolutely. And if it did, we would be crushed. Yeah, if by some odds it did happen, you think the regular citizens are gonna be able to go against the most funded government, the most funded military in the world? No way. Absolutely no way. And then another argument was like, Oh, but just because you make restrictions on it doesn't mean that, you know, people aren't going to be able to get it. It's like, yeah, no, no shit. But if you do make restrictions on it, the price for that, those illegal items go up because they're not as easy to obtain. And your average man can't now, can't, you know, just buy it now. And I mean, I see people arguing a similar thing like, oh, tank should be like i should be able to own a tank what the fuck what is wrong with you no no oh yeah i just like, want as a casual citizen i want to own i want to own three mini nukes yeah. what do you need a tank for and a nuke what do you you don't answer you don't and also yeah. how would you be able to afford that the only people who would be able to afford that are the super wealthy, like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. And I personally do not want to see either of those men uh, with their hands near the trigger for nuclear weapons. So, 
I hate that argument. Yeah, I was having a, the same argument with this person. I was like, I don't necessarily want to defund the police, but I want to demilitarize the police, you know? Yeah. Because a police officer, in order to get become a police officer, you need six months of training. In some states, four months. Which, one, are you joking me? You, you need more training to become a chef at some places. Or a hairstylist. Yeah. Or a makeup artist. Yeah. And I was, my main argument was, you shouldn't be confusing a regular police officer as a SWAT officer because of their gear. A sw- to become a, sw- a part of SWAT or the FBI, you need years of training, not six months. Yeah. So it makes sense that they'd have slightly better gear because they're there for missions that are, you know, above your average, like, oh, this is a crime, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. this is like... They're not there for, like... You so, know, minor so, shootouts. Yeah, yeah. So if you're conf- robbery. if you're confusing a regular police officer as a SWAT member, there's obviously a big issue. A regular cop shouldn't have, you know, a grenade launcher or an automatic rifle or a shotgun. At most, I think carry a shotgun and a pistol. You shouldn't be going anything above that. And, and I mean, the- you also shouldn't need to carry that every day with you. Like, if you're a, a meter maid or just like your yeah, sort why of do you have a gun? Cop, you don't need a gun. You got your taser. You got your baton. Why you don't need to have lethal force? And if on you need you. a gun, at least let it be non. Yeah, at least make it non-lethal. Those beanbag guns. Yeah, yeah. I understand if your life is threatened, someone's shooting at you, stuff like that. Then okay then maybe you get access to a gun but from there you're sh- you should not be aiming for someone's head every time because you're not as a cop you're not judge jury and executioner and everyone de- deserves a fair trial exactly and i understand for severe cases you know they have a gun out and they're, sh- they're shooting back at that point okay they brought it on themselves you know but it's like in what case are there you gonna need a submachine gun you know or in what case, like the the LAPD division that does stuff for schools, the like that works with schools and has, you know, how we have police officers yeah, stationed yeah, yeah. outside normally. Yeah, um, that division of LAPD has two tanks. Exactly. That's my point. In what case does a police officer need a tank Working at a school, or an APC? Especially. It's like, I don't need my police officer to have this. I'd rather you spend that money less on equipment and more paying the officer and also more into their training regime. So it's not- Yeah, I'd rather go into training or into community-based solutions. Like, I don't understand why cops are called when there's homeless people. Like, I just feel like we ha- we're putting too much on cops to do. Like, they deal with homeless people they deal with fights they yeah and it's like what are you gonna do you're gonna come you're gonna come over and you're gonna be like hey i'm a police officer you need to leave it's like no get someone who's actually like worked in that field like you can't put you can't put everything on the police officer because then that's like too much of a workload and clearly it's uh that's not working out because there are cops who have just been called in on like home visitations and will shoot dogs and stuff like that exactly like they just they don't need to be called in for everything and i feel like we can divest some of their money instead of letting them get tanks and swat gear maybe we should take that money and spend it on i don't know like a 
community psychiatrist that will come around if there's homeless people or if there's a fight breaking out or something like that. Like and if, more and if, community. if you can't do that for some reason, if you just refuse or can't do that, then at least spend more time into training the police officers. I, I think to be a police officer, minimum two years training. Yeah, minimum. for sure. And increase- You're gonna have access to deadly force like that and you're gonna be trying to cover as many you know, areas as that. You should have a lot of training. And increase their salary and make it so they can't just get it on paid leave. If they, because the way the jury works for a convicted cop is that their peers- of the union. Yeah, their peers have to, their peers are the one who deem or if they're guilty or not. And obviously if you're a cop and you're, all your peers are cops, you're never going to be voted, voted guilty. New York paid something like a million dollars in just settlement fees. Yeah, it's because, like, I mean, the cop unions also just have too much power, and I do think those need to be disbanded because it's going from the purpose of a union is to protect workers. That's all fine and good, and I agree with that. But cop unions are going beyond that and are protecting their workers even when they're guilty. Exactly. And that's why cops don't often, or that's one of the reasons why cops often don't get charged in cases like like uh, Breonna Taylor's, where it was very clear they were using excessive force and their actions directly led to the death of someone. And nobody was prosecuted for it because well, all my peers are cops, and unless the public really sets their attention on it, even actually, even if the public sets their attention on it, nothing's yeah, gonna I mean, happen. Yeah, what happened for Breonna Taylor, yeah. and nothing happened. The dude got fined like $10,000, and he turned around and tried to sue her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to the topic of elections. I feel like this is a little... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Biden's sitting at 290 electoral votes. We're just waiting on Georgia to declare who they're going for. They still have, like, I think they need 1% left to count. Yeah, I found um, it really funny that uh, people were making all those Nevada memes where, oh, Nevada's taking forever, but Georgia still isn't done. <laughs> well, the thing with Nevada is that one looked way more likely that it would turn for Biden, and Georgia just seemed like a toss-up the whole time and so we were just waiting on nevada which by the way they blew their chance because pennsylvania, pennsylvania did it before beat them. them there first yeah so nevada lost like, its glory they had, i know they had two days where everybody was like focusing like hurry up nevada do you need help counting nevada we're waiting on you and then pennsylvania just in the middle of it was like okay we're done biden won all the glory gone from nevada they could have been known as the ones, <laughs> but that honestly, the election. I think that I'm, I'm I'm way happier that he's sitting at 290 rather than 270. Because if he was sitting at an exact 270, you know, yeah. the whole be... process would be long and drawn out. And if Trump had won, if Biden were just exactly at 270 and Trump had won the rest of the states, then yeah, that would be a pretty. Uh, big problem there we'd have a repeat of bush v gore which if you're not familiar with that case and you're listening to the podcast um bush v gore was a supreme court case in 2000 and it was basically when the supreme court decided the election in 2000 um al gore was the democratic candidate and uh george w bush was the republican one and 
in Florida, it had early on been called for Gore, and so it looked like Gore was winning, but then um, Bush demanded a recount, and it ended up sort of just being a toss-up, and um, Bush sued Gore, went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and then in December they decided that Bush won. Which, by the way, the court had a conservative lean then, so of course they would. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now... And I was worried we would have a repeat mm-hmm. if he didn't get, if Biden didn't get enough votes, But now there's but no way. There's absolutely no way. There's no now, way. Now, I'm curious. No. Do you think Donald is going to comply and leave office? Or do you think this is going to have to be a forced out situation? I mean, again, my two cents. I would thoroughly enjoy to see him being dragged out of the White House. Uh, kicking and screaming by the National Guard, that would be me, bring me very much pleasure. By the um, way... And it could also mar his chances of winning, but in 2024 if he ran again. But I don't know. So far he's refused to concede, despite the fact that every major news outlet has declared he lost, including Fox News. Mm-hmm. And I... <laughs> when Fox News tweeted it, I saw people underneath the comments like, Shame on you, Fox. I, yeah. I've been a Fox listener for 30 years and I would have never expected this. And it's like, it's not their fault. That's what do you just mean? how the election went. <laughs> they projected some stuff before um, other news outlets did. Like they, Fox said Arizona was going to go for Biden before like New York Times did and stuff like that. Maybe Fox, now that it's, now that it's owned by Disney, wants to go blue. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. But I do think they're... <laughs> Um, some of their live news isn't as bad. It's more when you get to the specific shows from um, conservative commentators like Tucker Carlson and stuff like that. But I believe their actual like political analysts are actually is, is Tucker Carlson the one that goes after everything he says. He goes, the left wouldn't want you to believe that. Yeah. Uh huh. It's like. I ate an omelet today. Now, the left wouldn't want you to believe that I ate an omelet. <laughs> yeah, he says something like that. I, I can't remember what he... But he closes his show as well with some, like, uh, the same line every time. And then there's Laura Ingram and uh, Judge something Piero. What do you think I'm about so Kamala Harris being the vice president? Oh, that, that has got me pretty excited. I had been pulling for Elizabeth Warren because uh, if you're an early listener, you'll know the very beginning episodes um, I came on talking about why I liked her and we talked about the presidential primary. But I also understand why Kamala was the choice and I think this is a really historic moment because not only is she the first woman, she's the first black and Indian American woman. We should rename this podcast just the political opinion podcast. It's kind of it's kind of ironic because the only thing we can really give our two cents on in this current climate is politics because of how close we were to the election. Uh, but after this, I'm sure uh, we can go back to being, you yeah. know. We can talk about some other events. news. <laughs> but this yeah. podcast has been mainly <laughs> politics from the beginning, other than the one episode with the, the interview with uh, Fabian. Yeah. I mean, we have had a few stories where we talked about. We could do another lighthearted one where we talk like music or. Yeah, we should get Terrence back on. Like we should, yeah. 
What if I, he did? I could I could talk Terrence to him see if he's Terrence. okay with it. Terrence and Amberly, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Back on Kamala Harris, yeah. So she is seen as a moderate to a lot of people, but she's actually one of the most progressive voices in the Senate. Like she's voted along the lines of how Bernie and Warren have voted and like 90% of things she's heard in the Senate. And she's a great speaker and orator. Like her speech um, yesterday was great. And she just exuded confidence and she and Joe Biden looked great. And I am now just, I feel like I've been able to release a big breath and have a sigh of relief. I, I know I a lot of people have a pro- have a lot of problems with Kamala because of like certain things she does, right? Like she she supports the death penalty and stuff like that, which personally I don't care about. I, if I'm being honest, just the way I see human morals and human life, I I support the death penalty. Uh, that's like not an issue with me. But I forget what else is it that she's done that people don't really support. Um, she, so she was district attorney of, or attorney general of California, and before that district attorney of San Francisco, um, before she got elected to the Senate. So people take issue with some of her record as AG, and, um, I I can see why they do that, but I also think that was like five six years ago now and she's definitely evolved on a lot of the issues like one thing i saw people in my own community and the lgbt community getting upset about was that she um was ag during a case where this trans inmate sued the state of california because they forced her into a men's prison Kamala Harris didn't work on that case, but because she was AG, she was associated with it. So people have been criticizing her about that, which I understand we need to look at politicians' records. But now that it's the law in California where you're sorted into specific prisons and by your gender identity rather than your sex, she, so, she shows support for that. And she's also showed, she and Joe Biden in speeches and on the campaign trial have expressed their support and admiration for the LGBT community. So I don't think we need to still obviously look at her record, but I don't think we need to still blame her for it, especially since the situation situation is more nuanced than a lot of people think. Yeah, in you my know, opinion. That, that's what my biggest issue with like trusting the public on like people's opinions is with me. Because, okay, let me get my train of thought here before I have, like, a stroke or something. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, say a Trump supporter goes, oh, Biden is bad, Biden does this, and then here's how it goes. He says that, he posts his evidence, right, and then someone else posts evidence that says, okay, look, that was clearly doctored, and you fell for it. And that person never replies again, because now they've been embarrassed. And now they probably have a deeper hatred because they were embarrassed because they made a fool of themselves. It's like, yeah, if you're going to be angry, at least do research to be angry, you know? Yeah. And I feel like what people should be criticizing her more for is less on her relation to the LGBT community because throughout her, I mean, she was the DA of San Francisco. 
San Francisco is like the gay capital of the U.S. You can't be homophobic or transphobic and be working in public office in San Francisco, even 10, 15 years ago. I do think people should hold her feet to the fire a little bit more on her relation to um, the cop unions when she was DA. Because cop unions, another thing that helps them, individual cops not actually face justice and go to prison is the fact that the cop unions will often donate heavily to district attorney campaigns um, so that they can gain favor with the DA. And that is what happened to Kamala um, when she was first elected DA. So I do think people should, you know, put a little pressure on her about that and question her record about that because that is for sure in the wake of the BLM protests something that needs to be addressed and she needs to show her commitment towards restorative and transformative justice within American policing. Otherwise, you know, it's kind of just empty promises. Right, right. And same thing for Joe Biden as well. He also does not have too great of a record, like the 1994 crime bill, which led to you know, hundreds of thousands of African-American and Latino men um, getting sent to prison over minor drug charges and for a long time too, for like extreme sentences. So he needs to show an actual commitment in his actions towards reversing the damage he did in that instance, for sure. Oh yeah, exactly. And I, I also think with the same Oh man, what what state was it? I think a certain state has now passed a law that is um, dropping all minor drug charges and also de de illegal, making it so decriminalizing decriminalizing yeah illegal yeah. drugs. So if you do take those, rather than getting a prison sentence, you're now going to be received therapeutic treatment. Which I yeah I don't that know. was Oregon. Oregon, that's what it was. I was yeah. Gonna, I was they gonna say Ohio, but I was like, that can't no, be right. No, Ohio wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, that can't be right at all. Yeah, they, um, Oregon took that step. They, they've already decriminalized and made weed legal, I believe in 2018 or 2016, but now they've decriminalized all drugs and for minor- And they made magic mushrooms legal, right? You. Yeah, they, I mean, it's all drugs. It's shrooms, it's cocaine. And now instead of being imprisoned, if you have a small amount of that on you or you do um, some sort of like test or breathalyzer or whatever with the cop, instead of being sent to prison for that, you'll be rehabilitated up to a certain extent. If you're carrying like a pound of Coke in your car, then yeah, you'll go to prison. It's still a nonviolent crime, so they do have reduced sentences for that. but. I can't remember what it was under. It was under a certain amount of grams and you'll be sent to, depending on what the drug is, you'll be sent to a rehab center, which I think is very smart. I was listening to a, a, a comedic podcast and one of the members was like making a joke about how um, uh, a, a drug dealer's best job is, no, not a drug dealer's best job, a, a drug user's best job is to become a cop because you can have two pounds of coke in your car and when they ask you why, you can just say it's evidence. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's coke there's like it's like oh then why is it on your mustache it's like oh i had to check and make sure it was cocaine 
And there certainly are corrupt cops who have gotten away with that, so. Mm -hmm. I bet. It's, it's a genius because of how the law works. I mean, uh, uh, hey, why do you have a... Why do you have 50 pounds of the, these hard drugs? Ah, uh, you know, evidence. <laughs> oh, what's with that? Unless that is that your uh, police precinct uh, or district makes you... Uh, do drug tests, which some of them do. <laughs> What's with those four dead bodies in your back, the back of your car? Ah, it's evidence. Don't worry about it. I don't think that could work out. No, 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 no. But work. it is it a work. true reflection that some <laughs> cops do get away with a lot. How would you even go about stuffing four bodies in your car? All right, enough about that topic. Let's two uh, in the trunk. Two, two in, in the, the trunk. trunk two in the, in the front. Well, you got your engine in the front, so you can't exactly. I no, no, front seat. Front seat. Front seat. Yeah. No, I would probably. Front seat. If you're trying to be economical, maybe one in the back, one in the front, because two in the front seat. That's. Well, okay. Well, then we get down to the logistic of how tall and how much do the bodies weigh. You know. Yeah. <laughs> if they're I would on, still if argue. They're, if they're on rigor mortis or back. not. <laughs> This I would still argue two in the trunk, one in the back, one in the front. This is or getting, maybe put all two in the back. This is getting kind of dark. Should we move on? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so something not as dark. Uh, the United States now has, uh, what, 200,000? Uh, two, no, 2 million? Confir 10 million confirmed cases. 10 million. I don't know why we I kept... I, I just said numbers until I was right. Moving on from uh, those dead bodies to now talk 10 about... 10 million cases. <laughs> Coronavirus. Oh, speaking of that, I saw a meme where someone was like, "Man, it sure we it sure would be useful if Donald Trump had the vote of two hundred thirty six thousand elders right about now," which is horrible, Ooh. but also topical. And also his just terrible handling of the coronavirus mm -hmm. crisis, I feel like attributed to that as well. Yeah, he he was you know in my mind he was gonna lose no matter what because you can't make that many enemies and get away scot free. I mean, before coronavirus hit, I, it, from polling, it genuinely looked kind of up in the air. I'm but fucking, uh, well, after I, coronavirus, he for, made so many enemies it. after coronavirus. He, he blamed did. it on everybody yeah. but himself, and it's like Dr. Fauci, yeah. the whole scientific community, um, and even also his own supporters. Yeah. And he had multiple rallies, like super spreader rallies and events and stuff like that, that led to him eventually getting coronavirus himself. Which, and the only reason the he's way, not dead is because of the superhuman like amount of doctors that he had. Well, and because he received some of the best medical care in the entire country for free, might I add. Here, have 55,000 steroids and let's just say that it's not that big a deal. And he had like a whole presidential suite in the hospital and like... By the yeah. way, here you go. This is all for free. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to pay for a thing, Mr. President. But no, no free health care. It's not a human right. <laughs> Except for the president and the rich and powerful, I guess. People always say that Bernie's like ideas are radical, but is it really radical to see food, like living and health care as a radical idea? I don't think so. I don't think... I mean, the purpose of government is to take care of people and protect their rights. And I don't think it's 
out of the bounds of the government's control to ensure that citizens have like basic health care and some of their needs met, especially if everybody's pooling in and chipping in money. Like, I don't think that's that big of a deal. But it is actually, what it is. Recently, it came out. Um, I believe I saw this from a Fox News poll that when you like break down Medicare for all to just do you think that the United States should have universal health care when you strip it of the politicization and the both sides arguments and whatever 70% of Americans support it like crossing party lines it's never I don't know if it's ever gonna happen though if I'm being honest it I mean, like I every, think it seems like every chance we've gotten, we've somehow. Uh, Bernie's not our only shot at it. I do think Biden has a plan, so he's not in support of Medicare for all. Kamala is, and she was on the campaign trail. Um, and I do think a step towards getting to Medicare for all would definitely be expansion of the Affordable Care Act because that will give health care to more people. And if you're eventually trying to end up at every person in the U.S has healthcare coverage, then the best way to start is expanding an already existing program to provide citizens with healthcare coverage. You know what I would like? What? Presidential candidates weren't at that store. I also agree. I would like to see um, younger people entering into presidential primaries and races. Where are my 40 year olds? Biden's gonna be 78 when he leaves office. Wait, I and, thought, no, no, Biden's going to be oh, no, 82. 82. Yeah, he's 78 right now. Um, Trump is 74, or 75. He would be 78. Trump would be 78 if he was if yeah. he had another four years. And Bernie is 80 right now, I think, or 79 as well. Like, I love Bernie. I love his ideas, but I just think he's too old to run again. Um, I think we need people who are younger, for sure. Like some 40-year-old- Just clone Bernie and make him younger. We don't need these near 80-year-old white men to be, you know, the savers of our democracy. Like the fact that Biden, who's 78, was the reason for is the- not the sole reason, but the person who essentially stopped increasing fascism in the United States. Did that we, makes me a little nervous. Did we talk about this before where I said I thought there should be a, like an age limit to how old you could be to where you can't vote anymore? Yeah, we did. And I now and more and more I am agreeing with you. If you're getting to the age where you're like 70 and 80, if it's You're not, not gonna, gonna uh, if the future that. isn't gonna impact your life, I don't think you should be able to vote. Yeah, you're not gonna be around long enough to see. You know, I'll give the, you the benefit of the doubt. I'll make the cutoff 75. <laughs> I still think that's a little generous. It should be 70. You think so? Okay. Yeah, because isn't like the median age for men living in the U.S. like? Or the the life expectancy yeah life expectancy there you go yeah isn't the life expectancy for men like 75 or something right now it is 78 years old 
weird. Mm-hmm. Even in Canada, it's only 82. That's still four years higher, though. Mm-hmm. And I think if you look at every state or every country that has universal health care, which is pretty much every single one, Japan's uh, 84. Third world countries, they are like their life expectancy is typically higher than ours because of that. Oh, wow. I just Googled um, Armenia's life expectancy. It's only 70. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, that's not good. That'd probably be because of the constant... Um, uh, war? Yeah, War? Prob- <laughs> yeah. The constant calling of my people. But that's for another t- uh, time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I use humor to cope if anyone out there is listening and doesn't know me. Yeah, that's understandable. Uh, what other topics are there before we wrap this up? I, I say we can go um, I guess we can hit on one more. Nature is taking vengeance on Florida for voting for Trump, uh, a person who doesn't believe in climate change. And now the tropical storm ETA, ETA, is heading towards South Florida after it's hit Cuba. Yeah, it's almost like they should believe in, a, in climate change. Who, who would have guessed? But it's it's so ironic, right? It's like... The country that doesn't... I bet you that most people who live in Florida who are Republican don't believe in climate change. Yeah, and there are some of the people who, with rising sea levels, will be hit the hardest because Florida will sink underwater. Exactly. So, that's not good. But also, most of those people who vote like that are, again, old. So they're not going to see the effect yeah, of it. Yep. They're well, gonna when, they're, when their grandkids are uh, living in, ah, damn it! This joke would have fun. It would have been funny. What's that underground like city called in the in the Atlantis? Water? Atlantis. Damn it! <laughs> I ruined my own joke. We still got the gist. We got the gist. The grandkids. They're gonna leave their grandkids living in Atlantis. Yeah, and the, well, they themselves are. We're already starting to see, like with Hurricane Etta. Um, increasing tropical storms, hurricanes, things like that. Um, I also like to remind here. that uh, we don't discriminate on opinion in this uh, uh, podcast. So if any Trump supporter wants to come on and defend themselves, I'm okay with yeah. that. Hit me I mean, up. I feel like we are two left-leaning people, obviously. So we're, our opinions are going to be that way. But if you want to get on here and debate or and on this podcast, idea. you could have any opinion you want. That's why it's called a two cents podcast. Yeah, give us your two cents. Hop on. But don't be so, upset if I start making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> don't be upset if you get publicly owned. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, any uh, senior things going on? Anything to report? Mad Madame Seaton, senior president. Um. This is just general for the school. Uh, I believe we'll be having another Spirit Week coming up, though there is no date set for that. Senior-specific reminders are that we'll be having the senior portrait deadline extended to November 21st. Also, please get your senior quotes in. That deadline is early December. And we are currently open right now for senior sweatshirt orders. So get those orders in. The deadline. How much does a sweatshirt cost? Uh, sweatshirts are 25 and t-shirts are 20. Oh, that's not bad at all. I might buy myself a sweatshirt. 
We shouldn't have two cent podcast sweatshirts made. Or wait, was that right? Hold on just a sec. Sorry, I mix those up. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll distract them. Yeah, t-shirts, let me clarify that. T-shirts are 25, sweatshirts are 30. Still a good deal. Five dollars yeah, more. Still pretty reasonable. Okay. Uh, if you like the design, get it get it as a t-shirt if you want to save money. That's what more teachers are doing. I find the t-shirts. I'll talk to Goins about making a, a two cents podcast shirt or yeah, you know, we can sweater. And we have the best person to to uh, uh, give that idea. It's the senior president. Who else? But the senior yeah. president, right? Thank you for flattering me. But You're yes, welcome. I do have experience. I have to do it. Definitely. It's in my contract. <laughs> it we actually says in the fine print, if I don't compliment you at least once an episode, I, I get kicked off the show. All right. It's up to you Gons to decide if that's true or not. Contract? Sorry, what? Was that Goins' contract or? Uh, the school's contract uh-huh. and Goins' contract. It's up to you to decide if that's true or fake. Anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Two Cents Podcast. Uh, oh, one more announcement. Episodes are now going to be bi-weekly as we have another school podcast that is going to be every other week. It's called Wasting Recess. Uh, I'll probably link the first episode of that to give a little brief exp- uh, explanation of what it is. It's hosted by uh, Nina, if you guys know who that is. Um, I'm sure you guys do. She's she's very popular. And it's going to be her and her friends, and she's going to be talking about so, uh, pop culture, mainly. Their opinions on pop culture and what's going on and what's new and the entertainment side of things, you know. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be every other week. Sorry if you guys uh, wanted your fill of Two Cents Podcast, but... You know, give them, give them, give them a try. Their podcast is just as good, but not better. All right. Yeah, check them out though. Pretty interesting stuff. See you guys later. Bye.